Good morning, church. I'm loving the excitement, the warmth. You guys just sound like it's not even cold outside, you know. And I'm really, really loving that. So it's an amazing morning that we get to be in God's house. And you know, it's amazing how God has given each and every one of us a story. Like, I'm sure for all of us, we are going to start taking turns. Fole, fole, this is just one off, you know. Just to hear the things God is doing in people's lives. Because if we start with you from where you are born to where you are now, there's a story. And so today, we're going to start that off. And we have the pleasure and the honor of inviting to the, is it stage? Sven Dikota. Come on, give it up. Karibu. Oh, yes. Thank you. Karibu, Karibu. Yes, you may, you may. Thank you very much. Let's give it up for our worship team. Yeah. It would be nice to have, you know, mood music in the back, but it's okay. We'll live. Great. <laughs> Keep me on rhythm. All right, so Sven, it's a privilege to have you here. Thank you. On our uh, talk time show. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> um, so Sven, tell us, um, who is Sven? How long have you been coming to Rhythm City Church, Nairobi? <laughs> Formerly C3, I think by the time you joined, we were still C3. Yes. So just give us who you are now and how long you've been coming, what table you attend. Just okay. Um, so yeah, thank you for having me. Um, my, my name is Fen. I've uh, been in Kenya for the last year and three months, um, four months. Um, tried to connect with Rhythm um, C3 Church uh, when I arrived in Kenya and uh, we didn't succeed. So it was during the pandemic. Um, so from there, we came back. When this church came back live, we thought, okay, it's very close to home, so let's come and attend. And we felt home, to be honest. I think uh, the first, the second time that Jenna came with me, uh, Pastor Kevin shouted her out, and it was really a blessing to us because we were really yearning to find a good church and a good community. And then for us, that was the key to find a community where we felt at home and fit in. So you're here with your family? Yes, my beautiful <laughs> wife. We normally go match, so we could be yeah, quite easy. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're matching, and your daughter, who's in the, the kids, kids' church. Kids' church, yeah, Makaya. Yeah. All right. So um, give us a bit of your background, um, where you were born, your early, early, early life, hey. where you grew up. <laughs> what to start from the beginning, Sindio? Ten, ye ten years ago. About, yeah. <laughs> only about 21 years ago. <laughs> Thanks, Mamoui. Um, so, yeah, I'm Belgium. Uh, I'm 47 years old. Um, my life, I grew up in a very Christian family, went to Catholic school, uh, did first, got baptized, did first communion, second communion, the traditional Roman Catholic uh, route I was brought up. Um, and my life turned around, uh, to be honest, in, in when I was about 17 or 18. So I, my grandma was very religious. She traveled. She went to um, Lourdes. She went to the Vatican. She went to follow the Pope and things like that. Um, but my life got separated from the Lord when my mom and dad decided to split up when I was 17. I was in the army at that time. And uh, she, um, yeah, my mom called me just out of the blue saying, sorry, uh, 
this is not going to work out between you and my dad. And I'm actually studying in, in officer school. And I thought, okay. I went past it, and I think we spoke it on our tables on Wednesday about things that we carry, burdens we are carrying. And I just went, okay, mom, whatever you want to do. Uh, and I didn't take any further notice of it. But by my mom and my dad separating, and by me just going over it and, and focusing on me, from there on I was on my own, so my life became self-centered. It became what this man need to do in this world to achieve. Yeah, mom and dad are done. Okay, so it's about me and me only. So, and from there I just distanced myself. I, I really became more an atheist than anything else. I just thought there is no God, there is nothing in this world that, that will help because he hasn't done anything for me, so why should I pay attention? Yeah. It's amazing. it's amazing how our experiences in life mm. affect us because you'd think, like you said, at 17, you are not exactly a baby or a child. Yep. You are almost an adult, but that affected you. Um, and where did you go after that before you came to Africa? Like, what happened? Uh. Did you just <laughs> live life as the atheist? And yeah, work? I did. So, no, I, so I was in the army, so I did various, oh, yeah. yeah, I did various missions as well. So I was a UN soldier. I was in Sarajevo, Bosnia, and, and things like that. So I saw the worst in people. Uh, very much from all aspects. Um, so I went through life very much looking out for myself, taking care of myself and then my family and not caring and, and doing well for myself but not being blessed. So you, you think you gain all the riches of the world but they are not yours. And, and you really notice in your life that it easily comes but it also easily goes. So I had a very successful life in the army then when I finished the army, I went to open up my own businesses, they were successful, but I'd never found peace. I never found any tranquility. I didn't um, alcohol, drink, uh, living the life of, of the fast life, let's say it that way. Um, from, there I, 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 from there, I went to Spain. So when I resigned, I retired from the army, I went to Spain, opened restaurants, and, and really made a name for myself and, and good living. Which was, I thought, okay, this is this is what it is. I found I found what I was looking for. No, not really, <laughs> not really, <laughs> not really. You found it, but it wasn't it. <laughs> it wasn't it, no, because as, as as I said before, it comes as easy and it gets as taken as away as easy as it comes. Yeah. So for me, then um, I came to Africa about in 2016, and really. I was I've been in Africa before with the army, but really my heart took to being in Tanzania and Africa particularly. Um, and I was here for business and, and really was doing well. We had a good contract, but the Lord think had other ideas for me and other plans. And I think that's where we have to look at what, what God puts in your heart. Um, I lost everything, and I mean everything. I, I slept on the streets in Dar es Salaam. <laughs> I literally couldn't get back home. I couldn't do anything. I had no food. I had no water. I had nothing. I stayed on the streets for about two months, three months, started drinking, uh, started hanging out. And then I had somebody, uh, I call her my sister because she treated me like my sister. She had a little Dukani in, in the slums of Dar es Salaam. And I used to sleep next to the Dukani on a bench. Um, just lost. And I mean, I, I, I just wanted to die. Uh, my business was completely ruined. My business partner 
got repatriated by the embassy because he got into an accident. He just didn't support anything anymore. And yeah, life was just, I wanted to die. I, 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 I said I, I will drink myself to death. That was my objective. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so from there, I, 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 one night um, I, I slept on the bench and I had really, I, I cried and I cried and then something opened in my heart. And I don't know till this day. Some say it's a vision, some say it's the Holy Spirit. Uh, for me, it, it was a real revelation. But one of the friends, uh, friends from the people that was living in there in the ghetto, she was called Grace. She said to me, Sven, you can't continue like this. Yeah? If you don't find the Lord, you will be, you will die. And I don't really want to see this for you. Where were all the friends you are living the good life with? Oh, they all, oh, that's it, yeah. So <laughs> once a, the money runs out. Even a couch, out, you know. <laughs> once the money runs out, your friends run out. <laughs> that's just amazing. I mean, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Okay, so now this sounds like a deep hole that you will never come out of, except Correct. that we can see that you're here. Oh, still. So, yeah. <laughs> So what happened? I mean, how did the turnaround, how did the comeback happen? Well, that's where the, the next step was. So actually, so Grace said to me, because I was sleeping on the street, she said, Sven, you can't sleep, you're, you're a Muzungu in, in Dar es Salaam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Um, you can't. She says, you can come and sleep at my place, but you have to promise me one thing. You come to church tomorrow morning. And I thought, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't where, a good enough offer. Where is the Konyagi? It's true. It's a truth. It's a truth. Yeah. So uh, it was like, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe. But then it got a bit colder, I think. I don't know, but I, I, I did give in. So I, I said, okay. And yeah, I turned up and we, she, there was no way that I was not going to church. I think she would have dragged me by my ears. <laughs> so, yeah, we went to church that morning, and that's where, actually, it was. It, then I realized, when, I, when we went into worship, I, I just got hit by the Holy Spirit, I think, with a, with a hammer. I think he just went, bam. <laughs> I cried like a baby, and I was just so overwhelmed. And I don't, I, I think I didn't have one drop of alcohol since I came out of church there. Yeah, it was like, it, I just thought, this is not where, this is not who I am. This is not what I was made for. Um, and then, yeah, of course, I came out of the service and we do the same here now. We give nice welcome backs. Yes, yeah. and I had a card, a connect card, it was called, and I filled it in. And I went to hand it in to the harbor, it's called the harbor in the ocean church. And I handed it in to a certain individual. <laughs> <laughs> the spouse is in the house, yeah. <laughs> so I handed it to Jenna, my beautiful wife. And, and that was the first day I went to church. And, and Jenna followed up during the week with me, just giving me a call, uh, asking. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's something about her cooking. It was the, the cookie, I'm telling you. I've already got a cookie like we do in the bags yeah. now, so I was saying I should be walking around with cookies. I'd <laughs> 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 <might> be lucky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carry a big bag of cookies. <laughs> yeah. But you just need the one. You don't need, need a big bag. No, okay. you just need the one. Yeah, so then um, you gave your life to Christ? Yeah, so we, we really, and I think that's, for me, the, the, 
that first day, and I, and I knew that I really had to come back and, and focus and realign my thoughts and, and let the Lord work in me, not me work, try to work the Lord. I think yeah. that's the key is just let me lead it by him and not yeah. try. <laughs> I think the, the verse is one, the one, the 99, and it comes and finds the one. And I think that's with everybody. It is yeah. not who that one is always you. I think I look at myself. Yeah, so he, he can rescue and save anybody in this world. Um, and I think as I spoke to Pastor Kevin about going to Night Russia, and I thought, and the Lord has got so many ones to find. Yeah, there's so many lost souls and so many people that just live from day to day to day to day, which makes it, yeah, makes me lucky and, and very grateful uh, where I am now. But to go, actually to go on to, to, to being saved and, and being baptized again at church, um, what I now find is that my life has taken such a journey which me and Jenna, when we got married, we always said the Lord is number one in everything that we do, in everything. Uh, and of course, life doesn't come easy, and life is not always easy. But if you remind each other and you take each other accountable for putting the Lord first, it makes the journey so much more pleasant <laughs> than carrying it yourself. So yeah, I think that's that's where I'm for the moment I think for me the, the journey with the church now with Rhythm City is that community I think when when I went through my stage coming out of drinking and and I really connected so I joined the connect group I really got strong engagement there was a lot of support of, of the men uh, the elders were really supporting uh, people that were struggling and finding the journey what's the next step because I think the journey with Christ is it's never ending but how do you walk it? You can't walk it always alone. You can do your Bible study alone. You can yeah. do your, but walking it alone is very hard. Yeah. So finding the community, finding the groups that you can get your support from is for me key. Wow, amazing, amazing. So now you found your place in C3. Mm -hmm. So how are you? Yeah, Rhythm City. I'm on the. <laughs> I can't owe so much money if this finds you for real. <laughs> Well, you haven't yet reached an amount I can just write a check. You know, not this, this small, small amount. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rhythm City Church, Nairobi. Yes. So, you guys, you guys are that audience. You laugh for real. You know, yeah. you don't need fake laughter. It becomes more and more like Oprah. <laughs> oh, okay, so you found your place here mm -hmm. in C3 and then Rhythm City Church, Nairobi. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. um, so how are you fitting into community? How is that working for you and your family? Um, I think we, we, we're enjoying it, enjoying it a lot. So we are hosting tables, and, and like Pastor Kevin says, we have a really good con connection together. Which is your table? Yeah. Give a West, shout out. Westlands. Westlands. Yeah, Westlands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, 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 that's for me the key uh, in, in the community, in growing with Christ. I think we can't do it on our own. And, and I love the interaction, having sharing a meal, uh, studying the word. Um, I think that's where we, we grow and take our journey every time a step further. So, guys, if you live around Westlands, yeah, there's a table for you. And if you, wherever else you live in Nairobi, there's always a place for us where we can meet during the week. So it's so important because that's where you find your community and that's where you find home and that's where you find a place where you just come as you are and you sit and f be fed both spiritually and physically. Yes. <laughs> There's also food as well. 
So where is Ven going now? Like, I mean, this is such an amazing story. Well, I think for me, and I said before, I had a, my life was blessed. And it wasn't blessed because it, it came and it went and it, it was just, I can't even, I've, I don't even remember all of it, how my life was. How, where we are now is that I feel at peace. Uh, my job is giving me stability, which I thank the Lord for, which it is him that brought us here. It's him that put me in this job. It is him that provides for the family. It's him that keeps us safe. It is him that makes us on this journey. And now, so I was, I told you I was sick, I had a bad migraine on Friday. The only thing I did was pray. And I said, Jesus, please take it away. Jesus, please take it away. It, it, is, it is that crutch and that refuge you can always fall back on. No matter what you encounter, life might seem good. And life seems good and is portrayed good. But there is always battles. It's not because we're following the Lord that there is no battles. But the battles are the Lord's and not ours. So having that comfort and that ease and that tranquility to know, okay, whatever comes, it will pass. Whatever happens, it will be let. And what, however we deal with it, it be the Lord that deals with it. Yeah. So yeah, that's my that's mine now. So and I think yeah, my job I have quite a big responsibility but also leading in at work with the lord in mind and always lead let the lord lead me to lead others not yeah you know when i listen to your story i think of isaiah 48:11 which says for my own sake for my own sake i will do it for how should my name be profaned and i will not give my glory to another so when I hear your story and I hear what God has done, yeah. I know that I thank God you give the glory all to him. Yeah, is, and I thank God that you've chosen to now serve and live for him with Jenna and your beautiful daughter. And it is so encouraging. And as we live life, sometimes we look around, eh? we see people and we don't even know the story behind them. And we see people and we want what they have. We see people, we want where they are. But you don't know the journey they've walked to get there. So to be our true, authentic selves, we have to accept those stories and allow those stories to build other people up, to encourage other people. And the Bible also says in Psalms 37, 23 to 24, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down for the Lord upholds him with his hand. So as I listen to your story, I just look at your history and I'm like, you know, all that time God was looking at you and seeing his child. He was seeing someone who he loves, someone who's valuable every time, even when you are on the street. Yes. And he took that from what you'd gotten as a school, even with your Catholic upbringing. He had taught you who he is, <clears throat> no matter how basic. And now he brought you to the place where he hammered you, the Holy Spirit, <laughs> and turned your life around. So, I don't know, last words for these guys, just to anything to encourage them? Um, yeah, I think just uh, follow, follow every step the Lord directs you, mm -hmm. but also reach out and live in community. Uh, I think it's very important to be able to support and lean on each other and take the journey with the Lord together. So, and, and that means from, I think, the women's ministry is putting us men to shame. I know. <laughs> Please say that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also men, uh, I think it, it's time that we start connecting more and that we are start 
engaging more. Uh, and then also young. You, I, I want to see you guys nodding your heads as, he's, as Sven is talking. <laughs> yeah. So I think also young adults, we, I know we have a lot of young people in the church, uh, need, need to support each other. I think the, 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 the key for society is the young people and, and making sure that they take the righteous path and not go the wrong way, like many do from the young age. Yeah. Amen. And you know, I look around so many young faces. Yeah, so young, yeah, new. And you know, and you guys, I just, <laughs> I mean, seriously, though. <laughs> oh, Frank, sorry, not that. <laughs> I'll pass quickly over there. <laughs> so, um, I just encourage you, there's so much wealth and wisdom around here. When you see the older people, eh? <laughs> not me, just them. <laughs> Reach out, you know, reach out to people. People have lots of wisdom. Don't ever feel like you're going through stuff alone. Everything you've been through, there's nothing new under the sun. Anything you've done, there's nothing new under the sun. Like Frank has said, he's preaching from her there. There's no, therefore now no condemnation. And we are blessed by having the rich family that we do here. So let's not just come, go, come, go. No, we need to dig into this wealth. You know, but you have to step out and find who your people are and your community and live in that. So I'm going to read something here as we finish. It's, it's a um, poem. It's called Clear Direction. Sometimes in life we may feel unsure of what God would have us do. What is his will for our lives right now when faced with two paths to choose? We need to come before the Lord. When we have to make a choice, we need to have ears that will hear the Lord's still, quiet voice. For God will gladly show the way and open the doors to go through. With clear direction from our Lord, he'll show us what we should do. For he longs for us to know his will and know the plans for our lives. So we'll accomplish the work of the Lord as his spirit in us daily guides. For he will walk with us each day and help us with each decision. As our hearts are open to the Lord, he'll impart to us his wisdom. We just need to ask of the Lord for the direction that we need. He will answer and speak to our hearts as we trust in his name and believe. So that's by M.S. Lowndes. So let us walk on purpose. And no matter what the situation, um, Sven, you had said something about listening to God, you know, about hearing God, about walking with him, about deciding every day to just walk with him and see where he guides you and leads you and just take those steps. So for me, that's my takeout. I don't know what yours is, but make sure you have one. And when you meet in your connects, um, your tables, hey, they didn't notice. <laughs> when you meet in your tables, please share what it is. And if any part of your story that has triggered some part of your story, reach out because it only comes out through healing. You know, Sven said about how he never went through the process when his parents got divorced. So whatever it is that needs healing, reach out. You know, don't live life on your own. Let's give a big hand to Sven. Amen, amen. You'll wrap up? Yeah, over to Pastor Kevin.